a lot of love and guesswork. Thankfully, we don't have to do it alone. If we're the ones encouraging each other, if you know you can look at your partner and they're the ones that are rooting for you, yes. yeah. and they're the ones that you can go to for those words yeah. that you need, mm-hmm. then man, that just makes for yeah. such a, you know, a, a beautiful life. Yeah. yeah. It really, really yeah. does. We're three hermanas who are moms, wives, and share how we do life, family, and faith. You get busy as a parent, you know, you got things and I'm doing homework, I'm doing all these things, he's got work and, you know, so our way of connecting is like our physical time or our, our you know, time out doing yeah. activities mm-hmm. and then the I love you is here and I, the I miss you there, but I'm not always intentional about, but this is why you're a great husband. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I was reminded of that this week. Join our familia as we learn together, laugh and have sometimes loud and crazy conversations. Remember? Oh yeah. When he took me to the forest but and he said, "Get the one red rose." <laughs> 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 Do you remember what the significance was behind that? I just didn't have yeah. <laughs> I was broke. No, um, I don't know. I just thought, I just thought one looked nice. I don't know. Looked better than the whole bouquet. Looked better than the whole bouquet. And then okay, this is where the kicker was. And yeah. then Johnny would come over. I know. And bring say like twenty four freaking red roses. With a big old teddy bear or a big old something. And here I am with my one rose. <laughs> On Valentine's Day, Chava, that was that was sexy. I remember you told me, you taught me, right, okay. you taught me right. You said bring it behind your back. Yeah, you got the one. The one long stem rose, Welcome to a little mass. Hola, familia! To another episode of a little mass. This is episode twenty-three. Welcome. Yeah. Um, so we had fun last, uh, our last episode with our, you know, fun oh, yeah. couples one. That was um, interesting. We learned a lot. <laughs> learned that we still have a lot to learn. So if you haven't listened to that one, that's um, past episode, uh, episode 22, which was our love, you know, husband edition episode, I guess you can call it. Even though they didn't really take over no, the no. podcast. Yeah. But it was it was interesting like to hear kind of the stories and the, the dynamics and just kind of getting their feedback on yeah. certain things, keeping it real, you know? One day. Maybe one day they'll take over. We'll I see. I don't know. They got kind of awkward. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they just did. shut down. Hey, but Sal did really good. He did. Yeah, he was on top of it. Yeah, he was putting on a mic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he just he just has that, you know. And it's funny because my my husband Josh was the one that was like, "Okay, guys, people are probably gonna be like, bring that guy back." And wow. like he was so quiet the whole time. He was. Rob did a really good job too. He did. did so great. did Denise. And oh my gosh, Denise, she gave such they great did insight. Such a good job. Yeah, it was so, so cute to see them. We'll be having them back again. They're awesome. Yeah. But we are a little biased because we love them. They're our family. That is true. Um. <laughs> so we're gonna get right to it. Uh. I I know that last year I was going through some of the like some various random articles and then um, came across this one that was titled rented parents are here to meet teachers and significant others. And so I was like, wait, what is this? And so I guess there's a real service for if you want to rent fake parents to avoid potentially awkward situations is is what they say yeah the service costs around 750 an hour. Oh wow. And is growing in popularity both on and offline. Right. There are advertisements for rented parents that are posted um, in, I guess right now it's very popular in like on the Chinese Internet is what it's saying. Wow. Um, but so I was wondering, I was like, so it all got me thinking, like, how do you even go through that? Like, how do you even think? OK, fine. With a teacher, I get, I suppose. Wait, wait renting parents to present them to a, to teacher. a teacher. But would this be a student doing it or like yeah, it would be a, a student. parent goes in and says, 
I need to hire you so you can pretend to be the parent. Because I don't want to I go. think it could go either way, right? It could be a parent oh, wow. saying like, look, I don't got time to be there. You take it. Here's some 50 an hour. Yeah. Or a kid who's doing it, right? Because they don't want their parents to really that be there. That is just so sneaky if that's, that's a kid. so sneaky. <laughs> if it's a student, I'm like, whoa. And I guess I could, maybe it might work. Like if you're in a, at a large school, you know, and these teachers wow. have to meet with tons of parents. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can get away with it because they won't know it. But like if you... If it was like a small private school, maybe, or just a small school in general, oh, yeah. I don't think we get away with it. That's true. Because you see, you meet the parents of the students. Like I know at the school I taught at, I got to meet the parents along the way, mm-hmm. you know, um, when their students <laughs> were like in various grade levels. And so I knew like, oh, that's so-and-so's parents. That's so-and-so's parents, you know? And it would be a lot harder, I think, for kids to rent a parent. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Who comes up with these things, though? It's funny because as much as I want to say and knock it and be like, this is ridiculous. Uh-huh. Then I I think about, you know, like, say you're a grown person. You're a young adult. You're an adult. Yeah. You know, there's this pressure to meet other people's parents or whatever. Um, and so I'm thinking, like, would someone like that, a person who's kind of new to the dating scene or has had trouble in the past, uh, you know, or maybe they come from a very... Uh, you know a contentious family where there's a lot of you know conflictual interactions and stuff like Mm -hmm. that like for the holidays you might just rent you know a set of parents so that everything goes good or maybe when you're meeting the potential in-laws that's crazy oh i mean there's just just so many like i think it may have like progressed from wanting to rent out boyfriends and girlfriends Uh yeah to go you know like you know sometimes that pressure you get Uh from you know being the holiday season and you know you have to you have to Bring, present somebody oh, to uh-huh. you know family otherwise you're going to keep getting those questions over and over again <laughs> but see, even that's then, what i think it yeah. just naturally progressed to oh well you know what if we're doing boyfriend and girlfriends uh-huh. let's do parents wow you yeah. know yeah but you must not be that close to your family if you're going to do yeah. that because then how do you like we've seen this in movies right where they have to eventually come forth come forth yeah you just say you broke up you just need somebody for a holiday season. You know what I mean? You <laughs> real experience with this even. No, I, no, I don't. I can, I can just <laughs> see how it thing. happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. How, you know, somebody would have said like, hey, this is a great idea. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I, I just, I can't reconcile it in my mind. Because I'm like, I feel like if I were to do this to you guys, yeah, this would be the be lie that I, even if I then, you know, quote unquote that'd broke up with them, lie. I would have to then tell you, like, hold this lie within me. Like, you know what? That one guy I brought over that one time that was like my serious boyfriend actually. <laughs> It was some guy renting. But it's online. no different than like you know the wedding date. But that's what I'm saying. That's like a movie. Like who does this in real life? <laughs> well, apparently you they know do. what? what uh, yeah. <laughs> and then you guys really fall in love. You know, I was just like in say, the movie. What if they're? I mean, you never know. This might. There's got to be. They're they're selling to somebody. So somebody's out there spending this money on some service like this. This is but just there, blows I was, my mind. The article also says there's also been a growing trend of people renting themselves out as friends. Oh, yeah. wow. So you need a friend. Oh, oh now you just had to go make us so sad. sad. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was just like, all of a sudden, tear. Be your in friend. the article. <laughs> oh, yeah. it, I just can't even. This is, wow. <laughs> oh, okay, see, because I guess I could understand, fine. Maybe, or like kind of what, what you were saying, Celeste, like maybe your parents are not the best, most emotionally stable people in the world. Mm-hmm. And you have to present them before a teacher and the teacher wants to meet them. Like they gave that example, you know, like um, I guess one of the rented dads was saying, you know, if your teacher gets angry, I won't get angry with them. And maybe you're just worried like my dad or mom, they blow up like crazy and they're going to make a big old scandal. Yeah, I don't want Mm -hmm. that. So maybe you rent them for that. 
But, but I'm like, also for a phone call. One of the people said that they rent them out for phone calls. Okay, see, phone calls, okay, fine. You know I mean, you just need somebody to, you just need that voice. Uh-huh. We see that in movies all the time. And TV shows. Yeah, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. At some point, it was going to come, you know, into our reality. Or maybe it was, maybe they started showing it in movies because they figured, okay, that's happening somewhere. Yeah. Who's not going to tell an older brother or sister, hey, you know, <laughs> call my call my teacher in for this. Uh-huh. And the older brothers are just going to say, okay, yeah, but it's going to cost you. It's kind yeah. of the same premise. But it's your brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind oh, of the so same premise. A except somebody's advertising, hey, I'll do this for you. Yeah. And others are advertising, hey, I need this. See, and I guess my, my <laughs> issue isn't so much with that. I guess my thing is like, or for instance, okay, one of the examples was you present a significant other to these rented out parents. Like, why would you do that? That's true. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's already setting something up for a foundation that's rocky and You're technically not lying to yeah. them. Why not just tell them, look, maybe my relationship with my parents is like mm-hmm. this, so I don't think that's a good idea. But the article doesn't say either like deep, meaningful relationships. Those I are the people who are saying. doing it. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, you know, I can't see I somebody see. who's seeing a future with a guy or a girl uh-huh. saying, hey, I'm going to present them to fake parents. Yeah. I think it's somebody who's like, well, why, why would you I present- don't want, I, you're, you're pressuring me to meet the parents so i'm just i don't want some? to so let's just rent some out because oh, maybe they okay. don't see something happening with that relationship oh, right up with them. damn well, you like just a real good advocate here <laughs> yeah. for this this whole yeah. little service <laughs> i was like look guys i'm gonna be honest i've already started an app for this <laughs> she's like i don't subscribe to it but you know what i'm saying people <laughs> yeah. out there need it this is an important no, I'm, just, I'm just saying i could see how uh-huh. that would work uh-huh i see would I'm you have ever use- considered using a service like this no i mean not for not for Magic like a, things. Uh-huh. Yeah. If I need, you know, a parent to call into my teacher because I'm in trouble for something, uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. you know, what I mean? who hasn't contemplated that? Sneaky. Yeah, that's true. Sneaky. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yep. Man, kids are getting smarter I mean, my, and smarter. My honey talks about how they, him and his friends, called in for a friend one day because they wanted him to stay home and play ball instead of go what? To work. Yeah, and he's like, "We sure did call." How did they? What get away sucks with that? is the next day he got fired because they knew clearly it was not his voice. Oh no! Wow. <laughs> but you know, it was like I mean, teenagers. You know, yeah. it's like you do things when you're a teenager. No, you don't do think them through. We all have been there, yeah. and so. But I'm like, yeah, okay, I could see how that would be. <laughs> that could be something I mean, like that. Interesting, but I just came across them. Was like, that's. I wanted to see what you guys thought, and I'm guessing Evelyn's opening up an app. Rent me app coming soon. <laughs> oh, no, again, she sees the need. Yeah, <laughs> I could see how it would happen. Uh huh. You know what I mean? That's I, that's just so crazy. See, for me, I'm like, oh, that's totally in the movies. Like, no one yeah. would really do that because you'd be afraid that you'd get caught. But don't you watch movies sometimes and sometimes wonder, hey, I wish that really existed in the real world. Yeah. Okay. Like hoverboards. So I'm guessing somebody was like, hey, why can't we make this really happen? Yeah. Uh huh. A you service know, to make it there's easy. tons of people, tons of singles out there who holiday after holiday yeah, or family true. event after family event yeah. have to keep hearing, hey, so when are you going to get married? All right, you convinced you me. Know what I mean? You convinced me. I'll invest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's the premise of all those movies, like the wedding date. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. she was just, she just needed she to She didn't want to go know, alone and face, face her parents. Yeah. 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 See, then I would expect though to, then to fall in love with the guy like all romantically like in the movies. <laughs> And then he says something perfect like, um, what's his name? Um, Dermot Mahoney or whatever his name is. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what his name is. But yeah, from I the wedding day, about. you know, and just say, I would miss you even if I never met you. <laughs> I know. I know. That's a good line. But yeah. OK, so there you go. There are apps nowadays. Well, I don't know if they're in the States yet, but they're in China and maybe they're coming here soon <laughs> because there is a need. 
So we've been talking a lot about love uh, mm-hmm. this month. And um, we've talked about self-care, right? How important oh, right, that is. Yeah. We've talked about, last week we talked about kind of love within um, our uh, romantic relationships. And so we thought it was important to then um, end this whole little time on love with really focusing on ourselves and um, taking time to love who we are, mm-hmm. how we are, and um, be okay with that. Yes. And that can be really hard because yes, sometimes it can be difficult to love other people, but we give out that love a lot more easily. Freely, yeah. Yeah. And freely than we give it to ourselves. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, people say all the time, like at least I've heard it over and over again. And I know that this is true for me that I am my own worst critic. Oh, you know, yeah. like I might be able, like, I might critique here and there other people, but at the end of the day, I have a tendency to show more grace to them than I do myself. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, they were going through something. It's fine. Yeah. Me, it's like, how could you do that? Celeste? like, what were you thinking? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, I just, I'm a lot harder on myself than I would be on somebody else. Yeah. And so that's not practicing self-love. You know, it's like, it's, it's a constant struggle because you also don't want to be selfish, mm-hmm. you know, and um, you don't want it to be all about you. But that's that's the balance, right? And mm-hmm. so a well-balanced person, somebody who is emotionally, physically and, you know, mentally healthy, um, psychologically healthy would be someone who has a really good balance of what that means. So mm-hmm. it's loving others, but also being able to return that to myself as well, like yeah. be able to, you know, to practice love with myself and kindness. Well, because I think eventually there is going to come that moment where it all comes to a head if you're just yeah. always being so hard on yourself that it's not going to be as easy anymore to extend that grace towards That's people, true. Yeah. to be kind to other people because you're just so upset mm-hmm. and you're just harboring all this stuff within you. Like, you know how we you always hear, you know, that people that bully others, it's because there's like oh, something yeah. really deep yeah. going on mm-hmm. within themselves. Yeah. And, and they don't like you hear it. It's because they there is no love for themselves, uh-huh. you know, and it's like but it's such a vulnerable thing to be able to voice that out or show that or demonstrate it in any kind of way. So what do I do? My I go into protective mode for my ego. And yeah. so I will attack others uh-huh. because I can't let you know that for me, this is this is what's really exactly going on. or maybe you see somebody living the life that you wish you could yeah, live that's true yeah and so you mistreat them with your words or however else you mistreat mm-hmm. them because you're just so miserable within yourself yeah and so i think that's the thing like you were kind of saying today like it is this balance like this it cannot be all about us yeah it just can't be yeah. let's start it there mm-hmm. you know um <laughs> darn truth yeah there's just no way um because this would be a really ugly even worse world than what we see sometimes. Um, But we do have to stop and take care of ourselves because if not, then there is no way that we can give out any love towards Mm -hmm, others. mm -hmm. So um, I know uh, a lot of us struggle with this, right? With um, being a bit kinder Mm -hmm. and easier with ourselves Mm -hmm. um, and really struggle to just love ourselves for who we are and how we are. Yes, Um, I know... uh, for the episode when you and I said we were talking about self-care, I mentioned that I've been doing um, prayer journaling. Mm-hmm. It's been a really big thing for me this mm-hmm. um, since last year. And um, I kid you not, like if you were to look at it. I'm, no, no, I'm sorry. Oh, so yeah. and for those who don't know what that is, can you explain what prayer journaling oh, is? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. Because, <laughs> <I'm honestly, like, laughs> um, you know, in case someone were from here, yeah, you're right. Like, I know. What are you talking uh, about? See, why weren't you here that day that we talked about self-care? <laughs> see, girl, girl. <laughs> Um, I know. It's true. I didn't even go there. I was like, yeah, I know what that I know. is. You're right. You're right. So, um, so prayer journaling is really me writing down my prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but even going even deeper than I would when I say them out loud, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so instead what I do is it is like a journal, but they're all addressed to to God. God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So cool. And so, um, every day, like I address them to him and just go through the stuff Mm -hmm. that I'm just, for some reason, I don't know guys, I'm for some reason, do not, I cannot vocalize it, mm-hmm. even I've though I know there. he knows to- it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I write it down, I feel like I can really be free. Yeah. Because, okay, and then in the back of my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, what if one day someone were to read this? Yeah. <laughs> and that freaks me out. <laughs> like the day I came over and joked, she had a memory. <laughs> yeah. We were all here and I, she had it on her table and I joked something like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that you would read it. Yeah, and she was like, no. I know. Well, you can find it on my couch, too. I have to move it now. Well, let me see. <laughs> I know. And but I didn't. Thing. I didn't. I, it just shows how much I trust uh-huh, everyone yeah. because uh-huh. my husband, I've never seen him once like, oh, yeah. what's this? Yeah. For him, it's just oh, like, whatever. It's day. Mabel's prayer no, journal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I realized that by me doing that, mm-hmm. I've, I could then freely afterwards, when I actually pray these things out loud, mm-hmm. can say them because for some reason they're in there. Yeah. You know, um, so that's what it is. That's what it. Okay, so you've is. been doing this re- more. You've been doing this since when? Um, since September of last year. Okay, okay. Yeah, is when I started. And so, the di- basically the difference between a prayer prayer journal and just praying is uh-huh. you're more raw. You yeah. actually are able to exp- to admit. Uh-huh. Can you say that? Yeah. Some things that you don't yeah. want to admit out loud. Yeah. yeah. When you're when you're you oh, know yes. praying to God. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. And so, how has that worked out for you? Um, I have. I like it. It feels like a total yeah, like like an interview. I love it. <laughs> oh God, I'm just it just um, got real. Yeah, I have felt mm-hmm. that it has really challenged me because mm-hmm. I have to face like the things that I'm feeling in that moment. Mm-hmm. I don't let myself hide them. Like when yeah. I'm praying. I'm like, oh, I just push it in the back of my head because, oh, I'm mm-hmm. worshiping or, mm-hmm. um, oh, I'm praying to the Lord right now. Um, but in my prayer journal, when I think one of those negative thoughts, I immediately write it down. Like it interrupts mm-hmm. my thought as I'm writing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I allow myself to write it down um, because I'm it, the whole purpose is for me to be honest and mm-hmm. be free of these things eventually, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have felt like it has helped me because, one, I can go back and see kind of the way that God has answered a lot of these things yeah. within me and these prayers. Mm-hmm. And um, it also helps me to see kind of, I don't know, sometimes it just breaks my heart to think that I was in that place or thought yeah. those things yeah. about myself. And so I think they've <laughs> almost kind of given me a lens of how God sees me, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, But I wonder if it's also even encouraging because I, I hear you saying that sometimes it does break your heart. I think, you know, just kind of going back and like, wow, I can't believe that I was thinking that. But from also, I wonder if it's kind of one of those things where you look back and you're like, wow, I don't feel that anymore. Yeah. And so that is a victory. Like that that's is true. success. And that is moving forward. Yeah. You know, so well, and I, I, I try in there every, after every time that I finish an entry or in the middle of an entry, I'll put in whatever scriptures I'm reading for that day. Mm-hmm. And um those have really helped me mm. because then it's not just me talking. I feel right. Mm-hmm. Then I have something that God is kind of saying to me mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think they've really helped me a lot mm-hmm. because I, I do. I've, I, I am a huge culprit of this, of not loving myself a lot. Mm-hmm. I struggle with that. And um, I don't, I don't say no when I should. Yeah. I, I like push I'm myself to the brink. If I'm like doing, you know, a bajillion things, mm-hmm. I, um, I worry about what people think about me a lot, mm-hmm. you know, 
I don't, I, I think, and that, that comes more from like disappointing people. Yeah. I don't want them to ever be disappointed mm-hmm. with me. Um, uh, cause then I don't know, then I think even worse of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know when, as we were kind of talking uh, through this, um, and preparing for this, I know, um, in a lot of ways I was speaking to myself, you know, of having to practice this and mm-hmm. I've gotten better. I have, I feel like from even last year, I'm a lot different, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of room to grow, obviously. So let me ask you this. Yeah. What triggered you to do a prayer journal? Uh, so I, I kind of uh, <laughs> hit really weird. Yeah. I've heard a lot of my friends always talk about, uh-huh. oh, they have a prayer journal. They have a prayer journal. And I always thought, oh, OK. But um, my worry was I've tried journaling before and mm-hmm. it never works. Yeah. I journal for like maybe a month straight and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, nah, it's just not for me. It's not working for me. And then um, I think for the self-care episode, I mentioned that I was listening to, oh, my gosh, Taya Smith. I think Hillsong United from Hillsong United, yeah. Okay. Um, gosh, and I typed in her name yes, and everything for that and post. You even were like, "My bad." I'm so sorry. Oh, no. yeah. uh-huh. I love her so much, but oh yeah, my gosh, I'm so bad voice. with names. Yes. So, um, uh, I was watching a video of hers that I posted mm-hmm. on there, and I'll repost it for this one again. But she pretty much says that she goes to like a quiet. She'll go to like Starbucks or something and mm-hmm. listens to like an instrumental, and then she reads scripture and she'll write in her prayer journal. Mm-hmm. And she and I don't even know if she called it that, but she said pretty much in her journal she writes. She's like, I put anything in there that, like, and I think if someone were to read this, mm-hmm. I would be very embarrassed, mm-hmm. yeah, like super embarrassed. She's like, but I feel like it's so liberating. And something just clicked when she said mm-hmm. that. And it was, and I, you know, I mentioned this, it was during a time that I was like in really desperate need of like, just feeling, um, I don't know. I felt kind of far from God. I felt, um, like I had failed, like I mm-hmm. always fail. I just was in a really, really, um, low place. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to try this. We'll see how it goes. And I found my journal that I've had, um, when I was like in college mm-hmm. and I read through some of the first pages and I felt like I was in that exact same place. I'm like, Mabel, when are you going to get out of that place? <laughs> yeah. Like, It's so embarrassing. And I started writing and I've been doing it ever since. And man, it really, really is. I do in the back of my head always think like, Oh, if someone were to read this man, <laughs> they're going to be like, they're going to think the worst of me. But I mean, it's my, it's my prairie journal. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's, that's where it came from. Mimi. Okay. That's why I thought doing it. But, you know, it, it's really important, I think, to begin to accept kind of how we are and mm-hmm. why we are that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. But I think not to the point of, well, this is who I am. And not wanting to and improve. Not wanting, yeah, oh, but yes. understand what your what yes. areas in your life need to uh-huh. improve. Evie is full of clarification. Today. <laughs> <laughs> she brought her egg. She said, look, she I was absent, but I'm making up for everything. She listened to that episode like, look, y'all are wrong about this and this and this. Mama Bear got to come in. <laughs> but it's so right. She's right. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we need you. No, Evie, we got to tell you this all the time. <laughs> but yes, you're right. We should we should understand who we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if there's parts in, in, in us that need to change, we need to also oh, understand yeah, that. Definitely. Yeah. And I think that was the thing was, <laughs> um, you know, allowing, you have to allow that change to happen mm-hmm. too, you know, mm-hmm. and be okay with yeah. that. Sally, I think you mentioned this when we were talking about this episode Mm -hmm. and I remember I wrote it down and I was like, we need to, we need to write this down somewhere. Remember it because when you said that you did this with your daughter, it totally clicked something in me. Mm -hmm. Um, We were talking about kind of how sometimes we beat ourselves up because we think I'm just so bad. You were telling us that 
sometimes when your daughter is like like beating herself uh, herself up after she's done something really really bad i love that you said you know um you told her in that moment you're like baby but you're not all bad Mm -hmm. you know you do this and you do this and you help mommy with this and all of a sudden she was like realizing oh mm-hmm. i'm not all bad yeah. i do good things yeah she started focusing on the yeah. things the and, positive and yeah. I, the thing is i used her language because she said to me there was something that had happened and she just made a poor choice she's not i mean she's not bad at all and i by no way shape or form subscribe to the idea that she's bad she's mm-hmm. a great girl very loving there's a, gr- mm-hmm. a lot of awesome qualities about my kid like she's amazing yeah. right but i think she just felt so guilty mm-hmm. and so and so remorseful for the choice that she had made that um she just kind of looks at me and tears in her eyes and she's like, mommy, I'm just a bad girl. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, I'm just bad. I always make, cause I always say it's a poor choice. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not like that was bad. It's just like, that was a poor choice. Mija. Yeah. And she's like, but I always make poor choices. And she's like balling. She's like, I always make poor choices. That's all I do. I can never make the right choice and this and that. And I just kind of heard her out. And I mm-hmm. said, yeah, Mija, it sounds like you're really disappointed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I said, I know you want to make, you know, better choices. I said, but, and I sat there in the moment as I'm like praying in my head, like, how can I build my daughter up? You know, we mm-hmm. talked about that last week. Yeah. How can I build her up? Cause she's tearing herself down yeah. and big time. Yeah. And I don't want her to have that concept of herself. Like that's not who she is. That's not how I see her. And I know darn well, that's not how God views her, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm sitting there thinking, I said, you know what, Mia? I said, you've showed me over and over again that you can make good choices. And then I had to label them. Like I had to call them what they yeah. are, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, um, for example, I, I said, you know, today you chose to clean up your room. That mm-hmm. was a great choice. Yeah. You helped mommy do this. That was, you know, fold the laundry. That was mm-hmm. a great choice. Mm-hmm. You know, you said thank you at the store today. That was a great choice. So those things. And the yeah. next few days, I was very mindful and very intentional to be like, baby, you just made three good choices right now. And I told her what they were. Mm-hmm. And I said, you are very capable of making good choices. And you mm-hmm. almost always make the right yeah. choice. Right. But, you know, we make mistakes. And that's it's life mm-hmm. you know but it said you learn from yeah. that and you don't repeat them and if right. you do you say you're sorry and you mm-hmm. try real hard not to do it again yeah. and so that's kind of how i managed that but or worked through that but yeah i mean i could see in her i saw myself when i do that like when mm-hmm. something doesn't go well at work or whatever or you know i failed in an area or maybe i let someone down and i'm like oh i'm such a hearted like how could i mm-hmm. do that but and you know as yeah. i'm hearing you talk i find some similarities or parallels with like our spiritual life with yeah. God, you know, yeah. sometimes because I even kind of going back to Mabel's prayer journal, you know, sometimes we get so blinded and we start thinking the way, you know, your daughter yeah. does like, mm-hmm. I'm such a bad person. I'm so bad. Yeah. Not even wanting to draw near to God. Yeah. Because you true. feel like I'm not worthy to be there. And it's like, God just wants you to open up the book, yeah. you know, to open the, um, the Bible or just sit down and pray with him mm-hmm. just so he can show you kind of like what yeah. you did with, with your daughter, you know, yeah. Yeah. these are the things that I love about you. These are, you know, the, you're not all bad. Yeah. These are the things that you've done that are good. Yeah. And so as I'm listening to you talk about them, I'm like, well, isn't that interesting how it parallels you yeah. know, God's love that's for true. us? Well, and that's, that's really one of the reasons why I had to put scripture in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it couldn't just be my, my voice carrying mm-hmm. the whole thing. Because again, when it's just my voice, I stop writing those journals, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. God has to, he has to interrupt my thoughts. And I kid you guys not, like every scripture was like exactly what I needed Mm -hmm. after that journal, you know, that prayer entry. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it was really that, Evie, like Mm -hmm. what you said, like it was him reminding me of these truths that I need in the forefront of my mind and my heart. Because if not, I will think, 
oh, but God, I am so bad. Look at all this stuff that's happening because yeah. of the choices I've made or whatever. I've made yeah. Or yeah. because I, um, you know, let go of your guidance or of mm-hmm. your hand. And mm-hmm. then the whole circle of just beating myself up right. continues and just spirals out well, of control. And you're stuck in that rut and you can't get yourself out because you're so focused on it. And although maybe you're surrounded with people who, you know, can speak that truth, God's truth mm-hmm. into your life, you're not willing to listen to, which I think where I like about your, your prayer journal is that it allows you that moment to kind of just, yeah, maybe, you know, you say you get interrupted sometimes with like a thought, yeah. you know, that's like, you know, maybe a negative thought, mm-hmm. but you circle it back and, you mm-hmm. know, you allow God to still speak to you and tell yeah. you, hey, yeah, but this. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> hey, yeah, but this. I know. I do like that because I can just visualize, you know, just God saying like, okay, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I get it, Mija. Like, I understand. But this is how I see you. Yeah. So, you know, you can mm-hmm. beat yourself till you're blue in the face, you know, with what you mm-hmm. think about yourself. Mm-hmm. But that's not how I view yeah. you. Like, I see you through a whole different lens. And so, yeah, yeah I like that. Well, and that's why I loved that your whole, you know, we're not all bad. Mm-hmm. Um, because I did, I, I thought, you know, sometimes we need someone or, or we need the one, mm-hmm. you know, God himself to remind us of the good that is in us because he has put, you know, the good that we have in, within us is mm-hmm. the good that he is, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, sometimes we just make poor choices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> What is it? Not mistakes, right? <laughs> and you know, I I think that through because not, not only in my life, but I hear sometimes people talk about it how you know they just they don't want to come to church mm-hmm. or they've stopped you know um, fellowshipping or you know seeking out God because they feel like oh well on this day I failed yeah. and so, yeah. so it's like what's I'm the too point? far gone now yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah and you're and and this is the thing you hear this all the time but you're really never too far gone no right um. I know one time uh, we were talking, the three of us, it was like a long time ago, we were at like a Jack in the Box or something. Mm-hmm. And we were all talking about like the Bible stories or whatever that we really liked. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Evie, like you opened Celeste in our eyes to like the prodigal son story. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I really, um, um, that one always gets me all the time. Mm-hmm. And then we had like this prayer service um, a month ago or something. <laughs> and um one of the awesome guys at our church I mentioned know. the same thing that that's yeah. his favorite story. Mm-hmm. And I always think back of Evie when you were the one like, but I love that story mm-hmm. because that's me. And I was, I was like, man, that's crazy. Like I always just thought, I mean, you know, yeah. I was like, what a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. The dad takes back the mm-hmm. son, yeah. but after so he deep, made all yeah. these mistakes. Yeah. But I think it just shows God's great love for us because like he purposely leaves his father's home. Yeah. And shames this kid in the Bible. Yeah. 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 And then he goes out and experiences this world that he didn't think was going to turn out the way it did. Mm -hmm. And he realizes, Hey, it's so much better at my father's house. So he comes back. And then I remember reading commentary that says, Uh you know, that it's looked down upon for the, for a a father to run toward the son, but the Mm -hmm. dad doesn't care. He like starts, you know, taking down his coat and gets, wants to get to his son as fast as he can mm-hmm. and the only way he can is by you know taking off the, the top layers yeah. and running straight to him even though it's not something that should be done for a man of his stature uh-huh. and it's i'm just true. like yeah that's kind of the way god that's exactly how god is with us you know he's god there was no need for him to put things into place uh-huh. so that we could be redeemed yeah 
when I love that then the son is so much like us right he's yeah. like look even the even the the pigs at my dad's you know at, at his, in his household eat better than me so yeah. even if he lets me eat from that trough yeah. or yeah. like the servants the servants eat better right you and know? again like a child like your daughter mm-hmm. you know thinking I'm I'm bad I don't deserve to yeah. be ba- let back into the household mm-hmm. because I'm bad yeah and so that's what he say. I'm, I'll just I'll settle for these meager, um, this meager scraps. food. Yeah, the yeah. scraps of that the pigs get uh-huh. because even that's better than what I'm eating right now. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, yeah. That, that's why that's such a great story because it shows us all these different qualities, and it's just I don't know. It's just so it's really yeah. neat. A couple of things, you know, that uh, we were just kind of uh, listing <laughs> to just be kind, be good to yourself, mm-hmm. right? Well, one start off, yes, be kind to yourself, yeah. right? Give yourself <laughs> grace, yeah. Um, even if things in your life do not look the way that you feel they should be, right? Mm-hmm. If you're in a place where you're like, but I am in a place right now where I'm not here or I'm not here or I haven't hit the school yet or whatever it may be. Um, I think sometimes we need to just allow for us to glean whatever we can in that moment in life as hard as it is, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I've realized that in very tough situations where it's just like, okay, what am I supposed to get out of this yeah. really hard trying time right now? Like, what can I possibly get out of this, yeah. you know? <laughs> but eventually, when you come out of that moment, you realize, like, why, you know, you realize the gold that you got out mm-hmm, of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what, Ms., what you just said about <coughs> what am I, what can I learn from this? What What's the purpose of this? Mm-hmm. Even when you think about, like, in the field of psychology, when you're thinking about, like, grief and loss and, you know, it's all about what do you learn from that? So that's a great perspective to have that kind of question of like, what will I learn from this? That usually leads to healing. If on the other side of that, you're thinking, well, whatever, this is worthless. I am not going to be able to do anything like mm-hmm. this is it. And you give up, then you get stuck. And that's when we feel like we're in that rut and there's no, there's no coming up out of there, mm-hmm. you know, but being able to acknowledge like, okay, this is hard. This really isn't, this sucks. Yeah. It's really hard for me. What can I learn from this? Eventually, because of that, wanting to learn something from that experience, mm-hmm. you you can, you know, um, move on. And healing does come from that. Yeah. Um, when you're a believer, though, it's the hope in God, you know, and then his peace, of course, that yeah. helps us to heal. But um, yeah, but it's, it's just interesting to note, kind of as I was listening to you talk that you said, you know, I'm sitting there in those hard, tough moments like, oh, what the heck am I going <laughs> to learn from this? Yeah. But it's neat to see that your mind goes there because that does lead to healing eventually. It's not quick and it's not easy and it's yeah. not painless, but it will eventually lead to healing. So it's really neat that you would go that route. Thanks. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, another thing, we, we, this was actually our very, our second episode um, and we felt that it was really important to us, right? Um, even just going into this podcast is not not comparing yourself to others, mm-hmm. right? Um, We're like, yes, <laughs> that's I a know. big one. And we talked about this too in, in the second episode that it's just, it's hard not to do, yeah. especially in the day and age that we're in. Yeah. But man, that could lead you down a really dark rabbit hole. Yes, <laughs> and fast. You know, and really quick, yeah. yeah. If you're constantly comparing yourself or your situation or the place that you're at, at in life mm-hmm. um, with someone else's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, just, it's never going to add up. There's no happiness. that can, That's what I've learned. For me, it's like those have been the darkest moments. You mm-hmm. know, Those have been the moments where my insecurities have been like through the roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just it's debilitating even. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, 
uh, I, I just can't live that way. Yeah. And so I have to be always very mindful when I start to do it. Nope. Stop. Stop. Celeste. Just let it go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and then I, and then what I do to kind of challenge that, that thinking pattern is then I'm like, okay, what do I have that I have to be grateful for and thankful what for? Right? Say, what have what I do I have that they don't have? No. <laughs> what do I have that let me make doesn't have? Small. All the things I have that they don't have. <laughs> I don't sound very... And then let me troll them on in the internet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm oh sorry. no, I would be such a bitter person. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I would just be miserable. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, you're making a great point. Uh, that was good. Well, then now I'm it's proud that I made the point. That, I made. That's what we do. We uh-huh. like, we blend the blame before we finish yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have a house and I have a, an apartment complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Let's not But go you're that right. Route. So you were kind of saying like mm-hmm. in stopping and seeing, what do I have that... That I have to be grateful uh-huh. for. Like, what do I have that's worthwhile for me? So, and then... Because then the gratitude comes. I guess the question is, what if you can't find anything Mm -hmm. in the moment? Because remember, we just talked about, like, for example, the example of your daughter. Yeah. In the moment, all she can see is the bad, bad, bad that she's done. She can't see any of the good. Yeah. So if you're already in, like, this really bad spot, Mm -hmm. how can you then start seeing things that you have in your life that you should be grateful for, that you should be happy for, that you should find joy in? You know what I mean? Okay, so my mind automatically goes to surround yourself by people that are positive mm-hmm. you know people who can identify those things when you <laughs> when you don't have that for yourself in that mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. surround yourself by somebody who can remind you of those things usually those are people who care deeply for you and know you honestly mm-hmm. sincerely they're not going to just you know sugarcoat it or tell you right. something you know but sometimes when you're in a rut mm-hmm. don't you kind of tend to retreat from people you can so how are you going to be able but to that is part people? of that is part of self-love is making those steps mm-hmm. to find the help wherever you need it you know instead of just withdrawing and isolating mm-hmm. and saying i don't want to talk to anybody because that's easy mm-hmm. that's the easy route it's like i don't want to you know mm-hmm. um so what you're saying is you should just actively look for people and maybe tell them hey i'm kind of in a rut right now yeah the people that you trust yeah that you're like like for example i know i can come to you guys and you wouldn't judge me mm-hmm. you know and so, well, no, okay, maybe not even. I'm just kidding. She's like, well, you know, depends on what you say. <laughs> but I'm no, sorry, but, but, but yeah, honestly, yeah. I know, I know. But honestly, I know that I can, you know, and She's that you. silly today, huh? She is something. I, today, <laughs> I'm about mute. And it's because I'm tired today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we that know what tired is. girl. <laughs> I have a little silly baby. Yes. Yeah. So, but yes. Picky okay, eater so, and silly. <laughs> but so, um. Go to those people that you can find. I would say, in. well, yeah, because look, even there if are times a really dark time, because there are times, where, yes, there are times where just your well-being tank, your emotional tank, is just, I think, completely like on e. It's drained. Mm-hmm. It's exhausted, yeah. and so you got to fill it somehow. So find the gas. You got to fill your bucket. There's a book out there that I love. Yeah, you got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kitty me. You, <laughs> yes, find your gas station. Right, you got to find something to to re- refill. Mm-hmm. And so, if you can't do that for yourself in that moment, find someone. Like, if my daughter was beating herself up that day, and I had given her advice, like, "Well, you're right. You're right, girl. Every day you make poor choices. That's the danger, <laughs> Let me girl. Tell you. You, who are you telling? Who? You, that's the truth. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like where would she I would have, have stayed down? Yes. And so it is about just how important for us to build each other up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And we all kind of know who our support system is. Mm-hmm. So you go to your support system. That's what I should have said. Go to your support system. Mm-hmm. Whoever those people are for you, whether that's a cousin, a friend, a coworker, mm-hmm. you know, a family member, somebody that you know, these people have been there with you and they understand yeah. you mm-hmm. and they won't judge you and they'll give you sound advice mm-hmm. when you ask for it. Obviously not just unsolicited advice, yeah. but you know. 
So okay, here's no. a kicker. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sis. These are all going to you. I'll, I'll okay, throw this one at you. Let too me, let me. I'm trying to like, I <laughs> think real quick. What, what if you don't feel you have that support system? That's a great question. Where, where, where could you go? I mean, obviously, the great answer could be, you know, well, go to the Lord. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what if you don't even? Yeah, if, if that's not an option for you because yeah. you're not a believer uh-huh. per se. But even then, sometimes, even though you you may believe in God and the Lord, you know, sometimes you feel like like you just you don't know what to say or what right, to do. How or do you like approach this. I remember me, for example, mm-hmm. when if we talked about it in the episode about the miscarriages uh-huh. or you know all that stuff. Yeah. And during that time, it was really hard for me to come before God because mm-hmm. I was like, well, God, you already know you allowed it to happen, mm-hmm. you know, and I just didn't feel like going before him because yeah. it's like, well, what, well, what do I say? Uh-huh. And two, I'm a little upset with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if so you had uh, that prayer I, journal, you could have wrote that in there. You know what I'm saying? Be I real. I'm talking to you right now. But you know, I mean, I, and so that's when you say that, I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, you know, sometimes even maybe you might not feel like you have like support system. Mm-hmm. You say, you know, maybe, you know, going to God and it's like but yeah but what if at the moment you're like I don't even want to go there yeah and that's a tough one I mean because at that point really and that's why self-love is so important because self-love kind of determines how we our resiliency how we'll bounce back from these types of situations Mm -hmm. when we are you know um in those really when dark. we are being so mm-hmm. negative about ourselves mm-hmm. and we're yeah. viewing ourselves from a very negative place mm-hmm. um things like taking the time to write down a list of like what are the things that I have accomplished? What are the things that I am proud of? Mm-hmm. What is it that makes me good? Mm-hmm. Obviously, so if you're if you're really in that low place where you just can't identify them, it's going to take a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But feelings I've learned don't last forever. They may mm-hmm. feel super intense and they might feel like they last forever. Mm-hmm. So that sadness, that funk that we may be in, it feels like it lasts forever. But feelings come and go. They're not permanent. Mm-hmm. They never are. There's plenty of science to back that up. Yeah. So when we have and this those is different moments, from like a chemical imbalance right. yes. that you're actually, yes. you know, you, yes, you that's different. Yes. I'm not talking about something that's organic, that. like yeah. an organic mental health issue. I'm talking yeah. about just, you know, we all have anxieties. Mm-hmm. Feelings are normal and that's all across the board. So, you know, anger, sadness, um, joy, frustration, mm-hmm. irritability, mm-hmm. Um, excitement. Those are all the feelings that a natural human being will go through, mm-hmm. you know, um, and those feelings don't last forever, mm-hmm. right? And you're right, Mames. It's, it had nothing to do with like something that could be an organic chemical imbalance that mm-hmm. would lead to like, you know, an actual diagnosable depression mm-hmm. or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is different. And so, in those moments where you are feeling just a little bit better, that's when I would probably encourage someone to like make a list of the mm-hmm. things that you do see that are good about you. What are your great? What are the good attributes about yourself? Yeah that you know you're happy that you have or yeah. that you could say you know if you were your oh, your own friend mm-hmm. what what would you say to yourself what do you see that's good about yourself and yeah. then just keep that as a record and go back so go back is it, it correct to assess then that okay in order to practice um self-love mm-hmm. like you know loving yourself mm-hmm. we said you know um to be kind to yourself mm-hmm. so in order to get yourself out of like that funk mm-hmm. you have to already be able to talk yourself kind of out of it and say kind of like hey but you know evelyn you're a great person like maybe at today and eh, you're yeah. operating at a 50 yeah 50 percent <laughs> yeah. yeah but you know what yesterday or tomorrow will be uh-huh. better yeah you know I mean? so that that would be more of changing the way that you talk to yourself because we all have an internal dialogue mm-hmm. we all have things that we say to ourselves like when i mess up am i quick to say oh 
Yeah. Figure Celeste, you're so dumb. Mm-hmm. Or am I quick to be like, that's okay, Celeste. You know, like mistakes happen. Yeah. Accidents happen. Mm-hmm. You know, tomorrow will be a better day. Like you mm-hmm. said, or I messed up today, but I don't always mess up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are days I make really good choices. Mm-hmm. You know, those kinds of things. It is, it is what we say to ourselves and what you, it's funny. Cause the other day I was listening to, there was a, a training I was watching, um, a seminar that some lady was giving about how even our posture, um, can really dictate the attitude that we that we bring into a room. Yeah. So you know, if I'm walking here into like this round table with you guys and my shoulders are slumped and my I'm you know my cheeks are kind of frowning, mm-hmm. I'm already going to feel a certain way. Yeah. yeah. You know, if on the other hand I come in and my shoulders are rolled back and you know I um it, that's going to give me a different type of, mm-hmm. you know, energy. And so it's interesting just how so many things in us, whether that's our thinking patterns, our dialogue, what we say to ourselves, um, our body itself even mm-hmm. can impact, you know, those kinds of things for ourselves. But I would just say, yeah, it's, it's being very mindful of if we're going to practice kindness with ourselves and it's being able mm-hmm. to identify at least one thing that's good about ourselves that yeah. we can do or that we're proud of or that mm-hmm. we have accomplished. Like that's well, like I've of- seen, I've seen people, um, have like a post note, mm-hmm. you know, or several post notes, like put them like where somewhere around their house where yes. they will always see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had friends tell me that like really helps them mm-hmm. and works for them, you know, positive affirmations. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it's true. Sometimes you just need to be reminded yeah. like, we're not all bad. Yeah. There is something good within us. And I think that's the way God created us. There is goodness in us. So maybe you tend to be very good at giving. Like mm-hmm. you're a giver. You know, maybe you're a nurturer. Yeah. Maybe you're kind. Maybe you're patient. Mm-hmm. Maybe whatever the case is. But mm-hmm. if that's you, that's a great characteristic to be proud of. Yeah. Yes. So I remember one of the um, episodes you had mentioned the blues jar. Jar, uh-huh. Mind us again with that? Does that come into play here or? Well, that's different. Um, it can. <laughs> it can. So it just depends on how you use it. I mean, it could be a journal of all, that you keep of all the things that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. It could be accomplishments that Remind you... Remind me again about the blues So jars. the blues jars was... Clearly did not implement it. Even though I was really the excited about it. Jar. Yeah. The blues jars was, you know, um, keeping like a little jar. Mm-hmm. And in that jar, every single day, anytime that something good happened that went well, mm-hmm. that I was proud of, like, okay. you know, maybe today oh. I helped someone cross the street. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know, you know, maybe today, um, how grandma with her groceries. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or <laughs> okay. someone was in need of something and I yeah. was yeah. able to provide. I write that down Yeah, because then that reminds me, wow, you know, not only am so I important to that. others, but I, I can influence others' lives. I can give back. Mm-hmm. And it also reminds me that I am good. Like there's there's <laughs> parts of me that have meant something to someone. Yeah, so then you yeah. take that paper out when you're feeling blue? Yes. Or one okay. of the papers that you've put yeah. in your job. Or all of them and read through them. And it's a reminder. Okay. Like I wrote it down. Uh-huh. So it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's my handwriting. You didn't tell me that I was good. You didn't tell me that I but was great. But sometimes it feels but it's, good when know, somebody else tells you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So if somebody today tells you like, you're beautiful, gonna... then write that down. Yeah. I was in the street and a random stranger said, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that made you feel good. Write it in your little blues card. I'm like, hey, can you write this down on this paper? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, sir. You just said back then you thought I looked real good. Yeah, can you use this pen right here? You're not going to do it for no creeper, though. You're like, hey, 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 come on. I'm not going to lie, y'all. Okay, so this past weekend, I was at Disneyland. And um, 
two people, okay, told you in was different beautiful. places. Nah, uh. <laughs> but they told me that they really liked my, my shirt was really pretty. Oh, okay. Ooh, so I was like, go. all right, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take You're it. all the shirt of the person wearing. Yeah, it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I love that. I always think about that. I had to do that freaking blues jar. I know. Yeah. I for- <laughs> <laughs> like the second time you've asked her to. <laughs> But yeah. you said you were going to do like electronically, yeah, remember? That's what she yeah, said. but I like the feeling of something yeah, tangible. Yeah, you need yeah. the jar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. it's good if like on the go, look at my stuff, you know? <laughs> but I think it's something nice like to have. And I, I think I said last time too, uh-huh. it'd be nice to incorporate into like our family time. And I'm sitting here listening to yeah. you. I'm thinking, okay, maybe that's something that we can also do, you know? Like, you know how some families like their highs and lows? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, uh-huh. maybe incorporate something like that or, like, you know, you guys do the positive affirmation yeah. as a family. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, who put you know? this one in here? They thought I was wonderful. Who was this? <laughs> <laughs> so nice. <laughs> you know I, mean? I think it'd be yeah. nice, like, for example, with like, with the kids to be able uh-huh. to say, hey, okay. And then hear, like, mom and dad. Mm-hmm. We'll know? do it when the kids get into a fight with each other. <laughs> go to the blues jar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> when they're not cooperating with one another yeah. or something. Yeah. And they're like, they're not oh, getting along. so-and-so said this about me. All right, let's make up. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't get as mad as, with people when they've said something really kind mm-hmm. about you. Then you feel bad. But yeah, don't feel that's bad. That's true. That's what we're trying to like, avoid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But so... Bottom line, well, not bottom line because we're not closing yet, right? Yeah. Well, we are closing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right on it. <laughs> um, so it's important for us to be to practice self-love mm-hmm. or, um, and self-care because you guys talked about yes, that. Yes, yeah. So that we can, in turn, be able to produce love towards others. Mm-hmm. Yes. Correct? Yeah. Yes. Because otherwise, if we're on empty, we there's nothing for us to give yeah. mm-hmm. towards others, to those people around us, to our family, friends you know anybody who comes into contact with us yeah mm-hmm. okay exactly and that's being we, like we said being kind to ourselves <laughs> showing grace to ourselves mm-hmm. when we make poor choice poor choices mm-hmm. right <laughs> so that was in the middle of saying mistakes uh when we make poor choices and um you know giving ourselves those affirmations those truths about ourselves mm-hmm. um even when they're hard to take sometimes yeah um and believing them. I think that's the big one. Mm-hmm. You well, can say it to thing, yourself yeah. all day. But see, that's, I think that's a trick too, is it's being able to be okay with accepting those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, cause I know we've talked about like, it's hard for us to accept a compliment. Uh-huh. I get mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I shut down Rob last week. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, I tried. I, I was like, thank you, Robbie. Uh, my so sister, Evie over here. I'm just like, moving on. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but I mean, it's true. Like, I know I struggle with that, too, mm-hmm. you know, and and there are days when I, I can totally understand because there are days when I struggle to love myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are days where I make a mistake. I make it even like as a mom. Yeah. I don't make the best choices all of the time. And I'm like beating myself up like, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. But I think self-love comes into play when I realize, OK, take a deep breath like it happened now you got to repair this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I do care about my kid or I care about whoever. And so I repair that. But my ability to accept that, like, okay, I took ownership. That was my bad. And yeah. not dwell on it. Like, not stay in that. I messed up. I'm horrible. I'm horrible. Mm-hmm. But move on. But then that is self-love. Change enough so that yes. you don't let it happen again. Exactly. Like, learn exactly. something from that. It's all about growing. <laughs> Personal growth. It's all about learning. And so you, I think my thing, though, is also, and also, how do you practice self-love when you haven't made any mistakes? There's none of that going on in your life. perfect. No, <laughs> wow. no, you're just in a place in life where you're just not happy with yourself. Like, oh, okay. um, or you're not happy with how things are going in your life right now. Maybe, um, you know, um, 
your relationship isn't going as well, or maybe there is no relationship right now Mm -hmm. and you're really hoping that there is one. Uh, Maybe you were passed up on that job or whatever, you know, and so you're being really, really hard on yourself. Um, Or maybe there is no job coming in yet and you're Mm -hmm. waiting how and you're like you you're practice? trying and trying yes so like you're not doing anything yeah exactly and you could say well the reason why i have no job is because hey yeah i'm not doing <laughs> but you know like what if you're just in a place in life where you're like man just nothing is the way that i had pictured it right now mm-hmm. and you're just not really loving yourself in that moment so i wonder if even in those moments where there is nothing that is going our way mm-hmm. i wonder if there is still at least one thing that we can be appreciative for that is in our lives. So maybe, yeah, my job isn't going the way that I planned. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not in a relationship. Maybe I um, don't have as much money as I would like, but maybe I have awesome friends mm-hmm. who I know have my back and genuinely care for me. Maybe I have parents who, you know, go above and beyond, you know. Maybe I have, I don't know, um there's something just thinking of something outside of us yes because i think at the end of the day the attitude that we have Mm -hmm. and the things that we say to ourselves go a long way to Mm -hmm. either help us to feel better or make us feel worse you know and that's like that's what that's that's it that's what i'm thinking (laughs) you know so if i'm constantly (laughs) focusing with blinders on all of the things that are going Uh wrong in my life guess how i'm gonna feel yeah Pretty crappy mm-hmm. because all I can see is all of the awful things that are going on mm-hmm. in my life. But the truth is, if we really are honest with ourselves, sometimes there's at least one thing. So things like that. I mean, I think being very intentional of, about finding something, something that mm-hmm. you might be grateful for, at yeah. least one thing. Yeah. And then, you know, an attitude goes a long way. We all have to practice and be better at being kind yes. to ourselves, being grateful for at least one thing, right? In those moments where you can't think of anything, mm-hmm. at least one thing, and having a good support system. Oh yeah, that goes a long way. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's try to do that this week, practicing being easier, kinder to ourselves, mm-hmm. and in turn, breathing. So take a deep breath. Yes, as I say that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, being kinder to others. You know, in turn. Uh, thank you, Familia, for joining us for this uh, week's episode. We love chatting it up with you guys yes. on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, so talk to us, uh, you know, um, comment on uh, the pictures we post or um, what you thought of this week's episode or if it brought anything back, whatever it may be. Uh, we love the feedback. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think we're going to No, I was going to say, or maybe, Familia, you have awesome ideas for how to practice self-love. Yes. Pass them on over because yeah. we could definitely use them. Maybe we can do a part two. Yeah. Part oh, two. yeah. Maybe you could come on down. Who knows? <laughs> but um, so, yes, we want to hear your ideas. You can follow us on um, Facebook, A Little Mass Podcast, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Our handles are A Little Mass underscore. Or you can, uh, you know, send us a message through our website, A Little Mass Podcast dot com. Uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, thank you so much for now. This is Mabel. Evelyn and Celeste and you've been listening to A Little Little Mass. Mass Adios